Hey, hey, welcome to Cincinnati Fan Talk. It's your boy LP kicking it with you. Welcome back to the podcast. Definitely appreciate you stopping by, hanging out, listening for a little bit. Catch us on the socials. And that's basically just Twitter because I ain't really doing nothing else. That's Cincy underscore Fan Talk. Again, that's Cincy underscore Fan Talk. Again, thanks for stopping past. Definitely appreciate it. We on what feels like day 195 of the quarantine um honestly i appreciate it because it's better than stepping outside and getting sick because it's a whole lot of people not doing what they're supposed to do i'm just gonna keep it a buck it's a lot of people not doing what they're supposed to do out there so don't be like them keep your ass in the house that's what we doing I'm telling my seventh graders on um, Google Classroom, stay safe, stay healthy, stay inside. So that's what I'm telling y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay inside. Find you a podcast. Um, This one, um, it's a lot of good ones I've been listening to. Uh, The Cut Podcast, um, good one I've listened to. Um, Um... Ash got a good podcast, um, so I listen to hers. Um, so it's a lot of good ones out there you can listen to. So find you one, listen to that. So, hey, it's just my interpretation of the situation. So um, got a couple um, weird segments because this is supposed to be Cincinnati fan talk, so I'm supposed to be talking as a fan. And as a fan, I'm supposed to be, like, fiending for sports. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be up here, like, you know, shaking like a fiend because, you know, no sports are wrong. Like, right now I'm watching Seattle and Atlanta play a game from 97. Like, I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, who game from 97? I think Steve Smith hit seven threes in the fourth quarter. I actually remember this. <laughs> It's crazy. So I'm supposed to be shaking like a fiend. Like, where the hoop at? Where the basketball at? Where, where, the, where the baseball at? I'm supposed to be like that. But honestly, and it's just my opinion, a lot of people not going to like it. But, hey, that's just how I feel. I feel like a lot of people real life selfish. Like, I feel like this quarantine has brought out the selfishness in a lot of people. And... I'm going to break it down for you. This, again, this just my opinion. And if you don't like it, it's cool. Because everybody doesn't have to have the same opinion. And that's cool. Because everybody has a different opinion. And I get that. You know, I don't have to be right. You don't have to be right. It's whatever. But just see if this makes sense to you. Everybody wants the people in the NBA to play now. And honestly, I'm just going to keep it a buck. I thought it was a race thing because I'm looking like, why does everybody just want the NBA to hop out, you know, just jump out the window and play right now? I didn't hear nothing about NHL playing. I didn't hear too much about, you know, MLB playing, you know, those majority white. You know, you got sprinkles of, you know, Hispanics playing in the, you know, MLB. 
But, you know, I started, you know, doing my research. And as I started looking up articles, I was noticing the same thing, you know, from fans and everybody else in those leagues. Everybody wants all of these leagues to play. I'm looking at NHL articles. And the fans in the NHL, they want hockey back, like, soon. I'm looking at MLB articles, and they want MLB back, like, soon. They want baseball back, like, soon. And I'm looking at all of these articles. And in all of these articles, they're like, you know, you can just do it without the fans. And, you know, you can just put the teams, you know, in a bubble. And they can just live by themselves, you know, quarantine them all. You know, and all this stuff. And I'm noticing one big gap. In all of these articles, there's one humongous gap. What about the players? This virus, you know, it has, it's asymptomatic. So it can be in your system and you not even know it. The Chinese Basketball Association, for instance, they went ahead and they had to close up shop. They were about to go ahead and actually start restart their season they had to like delay that again because of the asymptomatic stuff you know they actually had some sense and they were like you know we're not gonna endanger our players I don't feel like the fans care they just want to see sports you know there's like this big hole in our life right now and they want that filled with sports and I get that. A lot of people are tired of seeing the 1985 NBA All-Star game. Like right now, the 1998 NBA All-Star game just popped up. Dope game. True. But people are tired of seeing it. They want real basketball to the point where they're willing to put 15 teams in a Midwest campus and then 15 more teams in the Bahamas and let them live quarantined away from their family, putting them at risk, and then taking that virus back to their families. What type of shit is that? Like, these these players have families, and I feel like nobody's putting the players' needs first. Because they want to see basketball and they want to see baseball and they want to see, they want to see sports. So it's like, damn everything else. I feel like this is one of the, this is so selfish. Why are we doing this? We need to let this virus pass. We need to stay at home. Athletes need to stay at home. Athletes have families too. You don't think these athletes' wives are, like, worried about them when they hit the court. Think about a sport like basketball. Do you realize how much contact is involved in basketball? Like, when you guard somebody like Joel Embiid, you know how much contact goes into guarding Joel Embiid? Like, think about that. 48 minutes of guarding Joel Embiid, and then the next day, you turn around, and guard Tyson Chandler or somebody like that. And that's what we're asking these NBA players to do. How fair is this?
Like, let's be serious. Like, this is unfair. Baseball is less of a contact sport. But, I mean, I read an article where there were, like, 45 members of a church in Washington. And they were in a choir. And these members of the church decided to go sing in a choir. They knew that the virus was around, but the virus had not hit their city yet. So they decided, you know, to sing. They took all the proper precautions. They maintained social distancing and they did all of this stuff. And there were 60 members of the choir, 45 people attended. Three members of the choir passed away. And of the 45 members of the choir, there were about 25 to 30 members that contracted the virus. And they were singing. There was no physical contact. Think about that. You're singing in a choir. No touching at all. And they contracted the disease. Nobody in the choir reported signs of having the virus. So, we're asking these players to risk their lives for our entertainment. If I'm a player, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for you. I'm not, I'm not doing it for the fans. And that may be selfish, but I have a family just like you. Think about it. Are you going to work? No, you're staying at home. And you're staying at home because it's the right thing to do. I'm not teaching right now. I'm not teaching right now because it's the right thing to do. It's the safe thing to do. So why would we ask these players to go out and entertain us? It's not fair. So me, host of Cincinnati Fan Talk. No, as a fan who loves sports, I would tell all of the teams that I love watching, all of them. This is coming from the biggest fan of sports ever. This is coming from me. Don't come back for me. <laughs> you do not owe me anything. Like, if LeBron James was listening to my voice, if he, if I was blessed enough to have him like listen to my um podcast, he would hear me say this. LeBron James, you don't owe me shit. <laughs> you owe your family everything. Please do not come back for us. This virus is too dangerous. Stay home. Tell the Lakers to stay home. Tell the Reds to stay home. Everybody needs to stay home until this virus is gone. It is not fair to ask anybody to perform under these conditions. It's not fair. We're not teaching under these conditions. I mean, if the fans can't even watch in the building, why are they playing? I mean, I don't have to say anything else. <laughs> simple as that. I mean... It's as simple as that. If the fans can't be there, why are they even playing? It's too dangerous. Simple as that. I, I'm, that's it. <laughs> that's as simple as that. Cincinnati Fan Talk, we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Cincinnati Fan Talk. As always, you can catch us on the socials. Catch us on that Twitter. That's Cincy underscore Fan Talk. That's Cincy underscore Fan Talk. Um, I'm always jumping on the NCAA. Um, as a matter of fact, um, if you really want to like catch some good NCAA like viewing, um, watch HBO at about nine o'clock. Um, show called The Scheme. Um, should be real good. Um, nine o'clock called the scheme. Um, it's a it's a documentary, I believe. Um, it's gonna be about um that FBI investigation about Christian Dawkins, and you know how um how you know they paid NCAA basketball players, you know him and Sean Miller and all that. Definitely check that out. That's that's gonna be some good TV. Um. Tuesday tonight, nine o'clock. Definitely watch that. Um, so I'm definitely I'm an NCAA fan. You know I like to watch, you know, basketball and football and all that. But as far as them as an organization, one hundred percent not a fan. Definitely do not like the way they do business. But um, the ruling that they um made a few days ago. Actually, a real good thing. So, it it was a real back and forth for a while about where was the NCAA going to go ahead and give all of the winter and spring sport athletes a waiver so they could compete next year, you know, and wave off. You know, basically give everybody a free year, you know, because the tournament got X'd out. Me... I'm like, definitely not the winter sports. The spring sports, yeah, they should. I mean, they're basically losing their whole season. The spring sports should. But the winter sports, they should not. And apparently the NCAA agreed. So the winter sports X'd out of the program. They do not get another season. The spring sports they get another year of eligibility. And a lot of people agree with that decision. Um, I saw some people on Twitter lighting them up, like really not happy with that decision. For me, I don't see what the big deal is. I feel like the NCAA boy got it 100% correct. I mean, look at it like this. You a basketball player. Like, let's say you play for Xavier. You played your entire regular season. And then you played in the conference tournament. Lost in the first round on DePaul. Technically speaking, your season is over. Like, it's over. You may get to play in the NIT. You might not. You might get to play in the NCAA tournament. You might not. You don't know. But... For all intents and purposes, the regular season is over. The conference tournament is over. So anything after that is really extra. 
for you to get another year as a senior after that is really not fair. Like, it's kind of sort of cheating. I mean, you look at it like that. I mean, it's kind of like you walking into a restaurant, getting your appetizer, getting your salad, or getting your salad, then getting your appetizer, however you want to flip it, then getting your dinner, eating all of that, then getting your dessert, and then asking for your money back because halfway through dinner, you decided you didn't like the dinner. But my dude, you ate everything. Like, you are not getting your money back. You'll be lucky if you get to finish this dessert from the way you're acting right now. Like, you do not get your money back. You have to pay. That's basically how the NCAA looked at this. They're basically saying, you finished the entire season. Whereas... You're looking at the spring sports players. You're looking at a baseball player. You went through spring training. You were just about to start playing. You may have already played a game or two. And all of a sudden, the coronavirus kicks in. Everything stops. You don't know when you're about to play again. So let's say you're a senior and you play for Xavier's baseball team. You've played maybe two games. Into your senior season. Now you don't get to play again. As a senior, you're looking like, that's my senior season. It's gone. Excuse me, NC2A. Can I get another shot at it? These are two completely different circumstances. Now the powers that be actually saw it this way. Other people are kind of looking like, Hey, you know, these basketball players don't get to play in the big dance. There's only 68 teams that get to play in the big dance. We don't know who those 68 teams are going to be. So it's not really fair to let every single senior get another opportunity to play when there's only going to be 68 teams that would have gotten a shot in the tournament. Well, hold on, hold on, LP. It's more than one tournament. True. But let's call a spade a spade. There's only one tournament everybody wanted to play in. Nobody ever wanted to play. Nobody really wanted to play in the NIT or any of the other tournaments. So let's let's just let's just be real. So I feel like the NCAA got it right. Like I said, they don't normally get things right, so I figure when they do get something right, you know, you want to acknowledge that because I feel like they might mess up something again. I'm a little bit concerned that they might run these young men out here and have them playing before they should be come August in football season. This will be a horrible mistake. I'm really hoping that they watch what's going on out here seriously with this coronavirus and they make absolutely positively sure they are not running them out here until it's absolutely positively safe. That's what I'm hoping. We have to be mindful and I feel like as a society, what we need to do is put the safety 
of these players ahead of what's on our screens. Because this is going to be August when this is happening. And I'm thinking that nothing's going to be on television until then. So we're going to be champing at the bid to see some sports. And I'm thinking that these colleges aren't going to want to lose their moneymaker. So I feel like us as fans, it's going to be our voices that need to be heard. And we need to be on Twitter or whatever device, whatever media you like to use. We need to be on there letting our voices be heard and letting people know, like, look, we want to see sports. But we need to make absolutely sure that these young boys are not being put out here in harm's way. Because think about it. If the basketball players are concerned about contracting the coronavirus and they're playing basketball and look at the type of contact that they're under. Think about football. I mean, the level of contact that they get is ridiculous. And that's every single play. I mean, at least in basketball, if you don't have the ball, you can kind of swing out, stand in a corner or something like that. In football, there's nothing but contact. That's like coronavirus waiting to happen. So, if we still have shelter in place and we still have social distancing norms around late July, early August, there shouldn't be football. And I know that's hard to hear. And I know people don't like that because we love our football and we love our guns and all this nonsense because I know this is America. I know that. But how much football is there going to be if we got people coughing and dying and all types of stuff come August and September and October? So we need to be safe now so we can enjoy our sports later. And I feel like we got to look at it like that. I mean, people need to look long term instead of thinking short term. I want to see sports right now. Like think long term. Don't think short term. So the the NC2A got it right this time. So let's see if they can continue to get it right and like not make this an aberration. So let's see what happens. Um, Cincinnati Fan Talk. We'll be right back. Hey now, hey now, what's up? Welcome back to Cincinnati Fan Talk. As always, hit that Twitter, social, Cincy underscore Fan Talk. That's T-I-N-C-Y underscore Fan Talk. That's where you can go ahead and catch us. Make sure you use that. Go ahead and join the conversation. February 6, 2020. <clears throat> February 6, 2020. That was the date of the All-Star game this year. Yeah. February 6th. We watched the game go to um, 
used that um, Elam engine, as a matter of fact. That seemed like it was about three years ago. So, that game is coming on NBA TV later on tonight. So, um, see if you can catch that. It's going to seem like it was in, like, another year, but definitely catch that. So, see if you can remember, like, another time that was, like, this year, like, last month. But not so much. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, speaking of a little bit more basketball, um, in terms of, I mean, I guess it's a bad basketball movie. Like, I've watched it so many times, I don't, I don't even, like, consider it, like, necessarily bad no more. Like, I've been watching, like, Joanna Man, like, a whole lot. Like, sometimes I watch movies for, like, one person. I just wait till like one person come into the movie. Anybody got movies like that? Like if you do, like hit me on Twitter, like and let me know if you got a movie like that that you just watch and you keep watching it for like that one person to come onto the screen. Shout out to Tommy Davidson. Like one of the funniest people to me, like real talk. I watch Joanna Man and I keep watching it. I watch it from beginning to end. For all the parts that Tommy Davidson come onto the screen, Puff Smokey Smoke is like one of the funniest characters I've ever seen in my life. I swear, like <laughs> he pop up on the screen, I just instantly start laughing. I can't help it. Like <laughs> it's just he's just hilarious, man. Just like. Again, shout out to Tommy Davidson, man. I've been watching him since I was, like, a little kid. Like, I don't know why I was allowed to watch some of the ignorant stuff that he did when I was a kid. I used to just, like, copy the stuff that he did when I was, like, in school. And I used to get in trouble for it because it was, like, ignorant. So, straight from In Living Color. So, if you get a chance, if you've never seen it before... Just watch it. And, like, you can't fast forward until you get those parts because it won't make sense. So you got to, like, watch it from beginning to end until it pop up on the screen. Like, I mean, I just, I've watched it until, like, I'm numb to it. I thought the movie was horrible at first. And then I've seen it so many times. So I'm like, hmm, it's a good movie. But I don't know if it's really good. So <laughs> you can't you can't get pissed at me if you think it's a bad movie. I'm telling you that now. Um in Bengals news, um we we lost another um another one of the good guys, so we lost Drake Kirkpatrick today, so he got cut. Um this gonna keep happening, so we lost Darquez Denard, he got traded. Trey Kirkpatrick, well, he got traded, and then something happened, so he on a free agent block. I don't know what's up with that. Trey Kirkpatrick got cut. It's only a matter of time before you see Andy Dalton's name get X'd out. Like, he, he going to see his name get written on the wall pretty soon. So what's interesting, though, is I did a poll on Twitter, and I think I got, like, 75 votes it was like a short, like short span of time I did it on. And ninety seven percent of the people that voted 
said that they like the direction the Bengals are going in. 97%. Which basically tells me that they're okay with what's happening. They're sorry that we're losing the people that we're losing, but they're liking what's going on as far as what Zach Taylor is doing, as far as moving the team in the direction he's moving in. So when you're doing something different, you got to lose people you like. That's how it goes. Like, you like them, but you got a bigger goal in mind. Like, I'm sure Kirkpatrick saw the writing on the wall when you start seeing all these CBs start rolling through the CB room. You start seeing them on Sports Center, and you know it's all slow days on Sports Center. Like, you see it, you see it, like it's super slow and shit. So, you see that scrolling super fast, like on a loop, like CB picked up by Bengals, CB picked up by Bengals, CB picked up by Bengals. Kirkpatrick probably looking like, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean, this is what we're doing. And I'm looking at all the hate. You know, Kirkpatrick, you know, he got let go. I'm seeing all the hate. Like, oh, well, he was toast anyway. He was trash anyway. Like, Twitter is a real live negative place. I often wonder why that's my only social I use. But then I remember I'm like a different kind of guy. Like, I just kind of post what I post and I keep it moving. So that's kind of how I do. But, I mean... It, it it can get negative sometimes as far as Twitter. Like, I think it's that whole, like, you know, guys put up the little little dog AVs and, you know, post a little ignorant mess, you know. And that's what they do. But, I mean, I think to be an athlete, you got to have a pretty tough skin. I, I feel like, I feel like Kirkpatrick does. So, I, I think he'll catch on. I, I think, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll do his thing somewhere else. I think Eifert will too, but I think it's time for the Bengals, especially Zach Taylor, because his first year here, he went two and fourteen with a cast that was pretty much all Marvin Lewis's players. That had to be hard for him. You know, you come in and you're looking at a team that's pretty much all everybody else's guys, and you're trying to motivate them, and you're looking like. These aren't really even players I want. So I said this before, too. It'll be interesting to see what he does with players that he's telling Mike Brown, like, I want this guy. I want this guy. And it's one of the main reasons why I definitely don't see him advocating for a trade down in the draft. I'm starting to see that more and more, too, like, you know, now that they did this trade and blah, 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 we're going to be trading down. I don't see it. I feel like Zach Taylor is like, look, I want this guy. I want Joe. You know, he came in as a quarterback coach. So I'm sure he's telling people, like, this is who I want. This is my guy. Let's go. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And I hate to be that guy, but... That's if we have a season starting in September. I mean, I just want people to take this virus seriously. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm as positive as the next guy. I really am. I mean, I know it's April. 
And I do understand that we have a lot of time between April and September. I also understand that it took a long time for this virus to cycle out of a lot of other countries. So what we have to understand is we need to go ahead and be cognizant of that. So let's see what happens and let's think positive and let's just stay ahead of this and make sure we're thinking ahead. So that'll pretty much be my time. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Um, Tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend to click on the podcast, um, spread the word, uh, let people know about it. Um, I'm definitely here for the conversation. Um, Click on the link. Uh, let people know about it. Um, this is LP, Cincinnati Fan Talk. Talk to you guys next week. I'm out. And definitely be safe, all right? Stay safe, stay healthy, all right? Cincinnati Fan Talk, you guys stay safe. Catch you later.